Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Oh, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jenty Show, broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Jenty Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey. This is uh, Jamie. Welcome to the Jamie Agenda Show right here on Fishbowl Network. My name is Jamie. Happy Tuesday. It's, it's August the 9th, 2022. And yes, I tease this on my social media. I didn't tease it last week, but I've been teasing it on social media. You know how I do, guys. I tease it the day before. I mean, I give you a little feel of what to expect, all that stuff. So, um... I talked about my top 10 breakout players in my eyes that need to show up in this upcoming season. Because r- football, preseason is coming up in the next, what, in four days, four or five days? We're going to have preseason football. And by the time, I guess, around maybe less than 30 days from now, the first regular season game will start. So... It's coming, and these why this is why I did my list of the top ten players uh, that need to that need a breakout season. Maybe they need to need, they need to regain their career. Maybe they need they maybe um, they can be a, a a decent backup somewhere, or maybe I don't know they could be out of the league. Who knows? But we hope we hope all can stay in the league for a long time and uh, be good for years to come. So without further ado, let's start, let's resume that list. Uh, number six, Justin Jefferson. Okay, Minnesota Vikings wide receiver. Um, I'm, I, I'm not too high on this guy. Um, because I feel like there's other receivers better than him. C.D. Lamb. Um, so, but then again, you're playing with a shaky quarterback, Justin. You're playing with a quarterback that... Um, Man, he, he's really inconsistent. Um, I, I, can that quarterback take you to the next step? In your career, yes, because he's going to get the ball out there. But there's other things that he needs to do to get him to be elite. And right now, he's not an elite quarterback. You're an elite wide receiver. But, you know, you don't have an elite quarterback. I'm sorry. You know, Kirk Cousins is not the answer in Minnesota, Minnesota fans. Um, I would have gone with the rookie. Uh, I would have gone with Kellen Mond. I mean, give him a shot from A&M. Um, you know, give him the playbook. Let let him go through it. And then you go from there. But that's my quarterback take on Minnesota. I don't want to, you know, take away what Justin Jefferson's talent. Um, you know, he talks a lot. It's like, dude, just, I understand. If you want to go out there, if you want to talk, be the best receiver out there. This season, not last season. Last season, you put up, you put up what? Uh, 108 receivers for 1600 yards and 10 touchdowns. I mean, that's great stats. Now, I, I expect you to do that again. Was a quarterback like that and a division like that? Who knows? Well, then again, your division, NFC North, is open, wide open. Um, you, you know, you have the quarterback in Green Bay, who who is you know great quarterback, but his mind is elsewhere. Um, that's it. You don't have anybody else. You can talk about Justin Fields. You can talk about uh, the the Detroit Lions situation. I'm not even going to get into the, the the Detroit Lions situation. That's that's another situation. They'll, they'll handle it themselves. But, Justin, I expect you to play better, man. I expect you to perform. Um, you're, you're in a contract year, am, 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 if I'm correct. 
Um, if you want that, if you want to be the highest paid receiver in the league, you have to go out there and show us something, man. Um, show us, show us. All right, number seven, Julio Jones. And, um, you know, it's just, I hate to see him down like this because he's injury prone. I hate, I hate it. I don't like, you know, coming out of college. I didn't, I, I wasn't a fan of him. I feel like you, he, he's a bust and still is a bust. Um, you know, you can't be that talented and, and get hurt every year. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, trainers can just strap you up ankle wise. They, uh, doctors can perform surgery. Uh, but at the same time, it's you that's got to take care of you at the end of the day. Tell that to Anthony Davis. Why does Anthony Davis get hurt every year? Cause Anthony Davis does not take care of himself. He waits for these trainers to, oh, give me a, give me a, a, a tape ankle. Write my ankle taped up. Tape it tight. Get better shoes. Um, um, what else? What else? Uh, let me work on my form. It's all, that's all it takes. You can't rely on these trainers to take care of you. You gotta rely on yourself at the end of the day. These trainers done an excellent job of taking care of these athletes, man. And taking care of normal people like myself too. So, um, you know, shout out to the trainers out there, wherever you may be. Uh, but Julio, we need a breakout season. I, I'm hearing you're playing in Tampa Bay now. Tom Brady. Yes, may, maybe he can re, re, resurrect your career. Um, um, you know, you played in Tennessee last year. Uh, it was de- decent numbers, but you got hurt towards the end and then uh, you know all of a sudden we never heard from you and now you're in Tampa Bay and um you know you're just trying to resurrect your career with the, with the greatest quarterback in the game and I like I said I expect you I expect big numbers for you even though Mike Evans will have something to say about that um so but this is your year Julio you're playing with a great quarterback you have no excuses um What's the excuse now? You're going to get hurt again? Then they'll be like, oh, I got hurt again. These trainers did not take care of me. It's you, Julio. All right. But anyways, number eight, Robbie Anderson. Robbie. Okay. In the offseason, you talked about playing you didn't want Baker. And the regular season... You didn't, you didn't like these court, the quarterbacks that, you know, that were on your team. Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, Cam Newton, all the three were on your team. You say, we need a quarterback, man. You drafted a quarterback. You drafted Matt Corral. You traded for Baker Mayfield. Now you got Baker and Sam Darnold, uh, battling for quarterback number one. And so, do I do I think both of those quarterbacks are worthy of being the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers that can dish the ball out to you, Baker? I'm sorry, to to you, Robbie? No, I don't. I don't see that. First of all, Baker is a great. It, it, he's not even in, in a conversation as, as being the best quarterback in the league ever. That's why Cleveland got rid of him. They went with Deshaun over Baker. Can't you believe that? They could have drafted a quarterback, but yet they said, you know what, Baker? You, you got us to the postseason. Thank you for getting us to the postseason. We're going to go with Deshaun. Okay. That's their choice. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Um, but anyways, Baker is not a quarterback to me. He's never been. He's always a guy that's, that's a, a celebrity. A celebrity goes out there and makes commercials. He, he's great at that. Have, have you ever seen a Baker commercial? Hulu. Um, what else? Um, there, there's numerous commercials that he's been in. He's he's great at doing those. I just wish his play was. Well, I just wish his play was like his commercials. But his play will never be like his commercials because you know he's inconsistent. And he's kind of a, he's kind of a douche to me. So, no, Baker's not the answer. 
But you say you didn't want Baker, and now Baker's on your team. Obviously, the GM didn't didn't listen. He said, "No, we're going to go with Baker. No, we we want Baker over Sam Donald. We want Baker over Matt Corral. We want Baker over the free agent Cam Newton." Okay, that's Carolina Panthers football right there. Sam Donald's been a bust. Okay, there's nothing good. This is why the Jets got rid of him. The Jets said, you know what, let's go with Zach White. Let's see what Zach White can do. And, and, you know, I've been hearing that Zach White can be Pat Mahomes. No. First of all, nobody's going to ever be Pat Mahomes. No one's ever going to be Aaron Rodgers. No one's ever going to be Tom Brady. Those guys are going to be in, are in their own element. Nobody. Zach, like, like Zach White is going to be Zach White. The immature, inconsistent quarterback that I seen. But the Jets say, you know what? Sam, you, you, we drafted you. We expect you, we, we have high expectations for you and you didn't come through. So you go to Carolina. You started a few games. You started to pick it up a little bit. Then you got hurt. Uh, and then they say, you know what? We're going to sign Cam Newton. We're going to make him our starter. How did that work? I mean, you won some games, but, I mean, you didn't keep Cam on the team. When you have, you have three quarterbacks, you just drafted one, and they're saying, well, we're going to keep Cam, we're going to keep Cam on the team. We're, we're, I'm sorry, we're still interested in Cam. No. You have three quarterbacks. At least you can keep two. And that's why Robbie Anderson won't put the stats that he, that, that he's, he put out this past, I'm sorry, last season. Last season, what, 53 receptions for 519 yards and five touchdowns? There is no quarterback in that organization that can give you the ball, Robbie. I'm so sorry, man. Like, you're playing with inconsistency. And even the head coach doesn't even know, know your talent. He don't even know, he don't even, he can even, he's the one that makes the decisions on choosing a quarterback. Like, Robbie, I'm, Robbie, well, no, I'll take that back. I'm not sorry, Robbie. You did, you, you signed up for this. You have to embrace it. You have to say, you know what? I want Sam Donald as my quarterback. That's, I mean, that's, honestly, that's who's more consistent enough in your organization. Baker, you're not going to get anything from Baker. Definitely not going to get anything from the rookie, Matt Corral. So, Robbie, but I expect you to put put up decent numbers, whoever the quarterback may be. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so with that being said, Robbie... Um, number nine, Marshawn Lynch. I'm sorry, Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore. Um, okay. You had a decent season last year. Um, being the Saints best corner in the game. Um, you know, are you better than Jalen Ramsey? Ramsey? And I can't, or Trayvon Diggs. If I had a if I had, if I had a list, I would say, Man, you, I'll say you'll, you'll, you're fourth best. Only because you, you haven't proved me enough to be that shutdown corner. I mean, I, I mean, Jalen is always going to be my first. That, you know, the way he plays the cornerback position is unbelievable, man. Just, you know, he doesn't even let you get, doesn't let you run your route. He's always there. He doesn't let you, uh, he's, you know, they didn't let you get off the line of scrimmage. And so, Marshawn, um, you have great technique. And I expect big things for you this season. You have a new head coach. Um, you have um, probably a new defensive coordinator. Um, you guys were in the top 20 defensively. And I expect you to be in that top 20 defensively. And it is because of you. You're a hard-hitting cornerback. Um, the only thing is y- you need to defend the best. Continue to defend the best. 
Because you that upper body strength that you have, no one's going to get past you to do that. And you won't have to yell out safety help like these other cornerbacks other that they need, only because they're getting a head start off the line of scrimmage. But you, you're always there. So I expect big things for you, Marshawn. Um, you know, that's my prediction for for you for this upcoming season. Number 10, this is the last one, Trey Lance. Okay, so I want to ask the 49er fans and their, and their staff a question. How do you go from Jimmy G, who got you to the NFC Championship game, to a potential Super Bowl berth, and... Yet you say Trey Lance is your is this is your team. I'm like Jimmy G was a possession away from getting y'all to the Super Bowl, or better yet, overtime, and then maybe in the in the overtime you win it on a field goal or on a touchdown. He was right there, Jimmy G to Trey Lance. Trey Lance what was was uh the optional quarterback last season. What decision did the what this what made y'all go to that decision? From Jimmy G who got you to who did all that work despite Trey Lance, Trey Lance to the NFC Championship game was under two minutes left. You had the ball trying to score, then Aaron Donald sacks you. Um but yeah, it wasn't enough. Kyle Shanahan, it wasn't enough. John Lynch, but yeah, you're still trying to trade the guy. Everybody has their quarterback now. Every team. Heck, the Jacksonville has their quarterback. Heck, Atlanta has their quarterback. But you go to Trey Lance. The only next step that y'all should take the 49ers is the Super Bowl. Trey Lance is not taking you anywhere to the Super He might get you, at best, at best, the first round in the postseason. And I'm just being nice. I could say, no, you guys aren't going to the playoffs this year. Y'all, y'all, y'all took a step back. But then again, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe Trey has something. I'm like, I don't understand. Kyle Shanahan, I don't understand what made you go to that decision. You went from, don't you want to win a championship? I thought, the, I thought in all sports, I thought we're supposed to fight for a championship every single year. Everybody's trying to fight for a Super Bowl, trying, trying to get into the postseason. Now it's like, okay, well, I want to be buddies, buddies with this person, or better yet, I want to make this our franchise quarterback. And Jimmy G, Unfortunately, he's he's going to be a backup somewhere if they trade him, because there's not one quarterback out there that that uh, that um, that he can be a, an immediate starter. Everybody has their um, quarterbacks in line. I mean, the Fortnite's were not aggressive in in getting in getting this right. You went from. Tr- Jimmy G to Trey Lance, I'm like, I would have gone, I would, I, I would have, I would have said Jimmy G and we can't find a trade partner for you. I would have told, I would have told Jimmy G, Jimmy G, you're, you're our starter. You got us close last year. Despite no quarterback. Despite no receivers. But we were, you were right there. You beat our team to the point where people were crying in that stadium. One per, I mean, that's how bad it, that's how bad it got them. People were literally crying at, at AT&T Stadium. I wasn't. Cause you, I didn't go to AT&T Stadium. I was, I was somewhere watching the game. Off and on. I wasn't crying. Because I knew this team would mess up. I'm talking about the Cowboys. I knew this team would, they'll find a way to screw it up. Just like the 49ers will. The 49ers screwed it up by going from Jimmy G to, um, Trey Lance. Now. Here, but, 
here's what I want y'all to to realize, for Niners fans. I want y'all to open the playbook for Trey Lance. Open it up for him. Don't keep it settled. Don't make him. Don't give him the four or five option routes. Don't don't get, make him hand the ball off to a running back because you know you don't have a running back out in the backfield. Don't do that to him unless you you know unless you're gonna make him a part time starter, which you're not. You're just saying you know what this is Trey's team according to head coach Kyle Shanahan. Why? And he won't even answer the question. You ask Kyle Shanahan why, he won't answer the question. He'll give you, give you a lame excuse. You ask John Lynch the question, John Lynch will, 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 will say, ask Coach Shanahan. Coach Shanahan will give you an excuse of why you went for, what went from Jimmy G to Trey Lance. It makes no sense, man. And I'm not trying to discredit Trey Lance's talent. I think he's going to be a sessional talent, but the time is the time is not right. It's not. It's not. You can't do it right now. You got to. You got. You're literally right there. You just. You just need to. You, you, no one's ever going to block Aaron Donald. That's a fact. Um, but you know, there's some. You did all you can in that game. But like I said, when you come here to AT&T Stadium and beat a team that is one on division, you beat him in our house. That's how we're not talking about Tom Brady is. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers. I can understand those guys beating us in our house. I can get it. But a quarterback like that, we should be ashamed. Before night fans, you shouldn't be ashamed. Cowboys fans should be ashamed of themselves. I'm ashamed that our, that uh, a mediocre quarterback is not even top ten came to our house and beat us with nothing. But then again, that you like I said, that that yes, that's on you, 49ers fans. You let's see if you go if you, if you win a championship. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know if you're gonna go to 500. I don't know. We just gotta see how the preseason goes, and we'll take it from there. But, but that wraps up my top ten list. I gave you five. I did the previous five last week. So if you want to go listen to the previous five that I wrote last week, then go listen to the previous video. Um, if you have some disagreement, then I'm open for the disagreements. So far, I haven't had any. I guess everyone is legit with my list. I mean, I know there's going to be some disagreement. Oh, well, Justin Jefferson played well last year. Oh, well, um, Robert Anson had no quarterback. I mean, that's a fact. That's true. But when players are in their contract, contract year, like Justin Jefferson is still a young player, then I expect him to perform. Robert Anderson, I, I I don't know what you can do without a quarterback. You don't if when you don't have a quarterback, I don't know what else you can do or say in an organization because the organizations are going to make organizational decisions for their for their well being. So, so I'm open for discussion on that. That's my breakout. I want these players to come out and perform every game. I mean, there's going to be games where you're not going to have your best, and then there's other games where you're going to be at your best. Um, so I expect that. It's a long, long season in the NFL. Uh, the preseason, like I said, is coming up. And then the list of games. And I'll be watching you guys. Don't me. I, I, I will be watching y'all. Play the game efficiently, effectively. So, hey, and then we'll come back, miss NFL season, and we'll be like, "Oh, how did uh, Daniel Jones do? How did Jalen Hurts do? How did Kyler Murray do? How did Julio do?" Then I might add a wrinkle 
I might add one more player that you should watch out for. So, we'll see. But, coming up next, but we're going to take a break, guys. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Brittany Griner. And there's a, there, and you know, normally I don't talk about politics on the show. I will not talk about politics on the show because I feel like it is changing every single minute. But these guys talk a lot. And I'm going to give you what they said. And I got an audio clip from the Mercury's teammates of what, of the decision that, that came down. And also I'm going to give you some weird Russian laws. That will never happen in the U.S. But I'll give you that coming up next is Fishbowl Radio. This the remix is Miami in the house, is Atlanta in the house, is New York in the house. with a big old bed.
suele practicar Vive lo que no le gusta inventar Tanto brillo en el cuello te va a cegar Ese casino plata yo le voy a sacar Dime si está para invertir y duplicar De medallo con los amigos No andamos haciendo nuevos amigos Estoy ganando, voy para arriba como Rigo Ya dejé el oro por la pena de platino Yo en el cambio solo que me puse más fino Yes, welcome back, Fishbowl Radio, our fans out there in the world. All right, so I teased this during the break. Um, I was I'm talking about Brittany Griner, and by the way, she's still in that Russian jail cell, and it's not. I seen those jail cells; they're like small, man. It's like it's like I don't know how you describe it. It's like in a zoo. I don't know, but, uh, but it's kind of weird how she's, she's caged up and in the courtroom and you have all these lawyers around and you got the judge up there, obviously. Um, it's kind of weird how, how that situation is actually sad too, to see her locked up like that and, um, you know, all that stuff. But, but man, that's, that's what we have to deal with. And she's serving nine and a half years. Just imagine being overseas for that long, being in the jail cell for nine and a half years, man, where you you don't get to talk to loved ones, you don't get to see them in person, all that stuff. They can't come visit you unless you're the president. You can go travel wherever you want. And by the way, I'm going to talk about him in just a second. So I just can't imagine. Um, So... She, you know, obviously the news came down nine and a half years. Um, it, it is heartbreaking. And I seen the, I seen the, uh, interaction on social media from Instagram, Facebook. 50% is leaning, 50% is saying, okay, well, she did this. 50, the other 50% is like, oh man, it's just a vape pen. You put liquid in it and then you, and then you use it to quit smoking. That's it. But Russians, they're like, we're going to call it drug smuggling. She's smuggling drugs in our country. I'm like, hold on. She put oil in a vape pen. And you use it to quit smoking. I had friends use that here. And it's legal here. I guess, like I said, you use it to quit smoking. Yeah. Stuff like that. But... They don't like it out, they don't like it out there, so that's why you get nine years. And so, you know, these guys talk too much. Biden talks too much. Even though he has complete control to make that happen. We've been urging him to make that happen. I don't know why he continues to sit there on his ass and say, do a video conference and, and say the things that he says. He's saying, oh, it's unacceptable. Release her now. Dude, you, you can travel anywhere you want. You can go, you, I, I'm pretty sure you could travel to China. You could travel to Japan. You could travel to anywhere you want. You are the president. And try to negotiate a deal. 
in person. Not have somebody else try to do it for you. You can go there. You can go to any other state president. You can go to Delaware. You can go to Texas. You can go to um, Florida. You can go anywhere in the uh, in in the country. But yet, you stay put through a monitor and say, it's unacceptable. Release her now. Why don't you go up there and do it yourself? I think that's what the WNBA players and supporters are saying for you to do. Or, I'm sorry, urging you to do. It's not by word of mouth. It's by doing it. We were trying to do get you to do it for the last... What, six months? And you've done nothing. Some things will never change, man. And, and you are the president. You can make an, an order. When it, you know, the last president, overrated. Yes, he was overrated. Yes. And by the way, I don't feel bad for him getting his house raided. But anyways... Different story, different discussion, but you can make an, an executive order saying, "Hey, Russia, can you release these guys? Can you release Paul Wellen? Can you release uh, Brendan Griner right away?" And that way, they can be on, on, on a plane here in the U.S. But no, you just make it harder. Even the Russians are making it harder for us to get her. I mean, the trial has been over for what? For f- five days now. So I, I just wonder what the com- what, what have we been talking about from February till now? You got a president now saying we're trying. We got, um, another one, Anthony Bleakin, saying this and that, trying to talk to the team and all that stuff and give, give them hope. And it's like, that hope is starting to dimmer by the days. You guys talk too much, man. Your politicians talk too much. Anthony Bleakin and uh, Sergey Larvey, which I'm trying to pronounce his name, but I'm not saying it right, but forgive me. They were in the, uh, they were in the same meeting together, right? There was this, uh, org- there was this, I guess there was this conference called the Association of the Southeast Asian Nations in Cambodia. They were sitting like, like where I was sitting, where me and the border opera were sitting. But it said that you had a seat right here and then the other person. So literally they could have sat next to each other and talked about, you know, how do we get these, how do we get two Americans out of Russia? You guys have control. We can trade you this guy for that. For two people. That's an easy trade, right? A guy that's 20, 25 years is here in the U.S. versus nine years. And I think the other guy is doing, what, 16 years for something? But that's a great trade. You know, why won't the Russians accept that? The trial's been over for five days. And y'all were in the same... Building together, y'all are just talking, 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 talking. I'm like, stop talking, shut up, go out there and and, and do something, action. Go out there and visit. Like I said, you can go. Like I said, the president and Anthony Blinken, Kamala Harris, any politician uh, in Houston, back home, y'all have the power to go to Russia to do something. I mean, we can have these rallies. We can um, sign um, petitions. We can have, you know, at the game, talk about her, honor her. That's great. But action. We got to go get her, man. Go get our people, man. Get them out of there. And I always worry about these WNBA players playing in Russia. I'm sorry, playing overseas. Because... You know, I, I just feel like, and that goes not getting paid a lot. Not, not getting paid where the NBA players can just travel. NBA players, you need to travel anywhere. 
and not do anything wrong. But yet, the NBA players have to go overseas to get an extra income versus staying here in the U.S., maybe being an assistant coach or maybe being, a, uh, what's to call it, um, maybe working on an NBA team or maybe working on TV. That's what Shanae Abumake is doing. That's what Chrissy Tolliver and many WNBA players are doing. Heck, um, Neil Ivey, who's the head coach at Notre Dame women's basketball team, uh, she, her career started in Memphis. And then once Muffet McGraw retired, she got the job in Notre Dame, which highly respected. She should get that job. Oh, well, she has that job. Um, so there's a lot of jobs that the NBA players can do here. I don't want to, because I worry that they might suffer an injury and they won't be able to play in the summer. Um, that's what I worry about. And I also worry for these situations like the Brittany Griner situation, which I don't think anybody's going to be playing in Russia anytime soon. I mean, I think I can name you one player, Jaquel Jones, is playing in Turkey this upcoming season. And she doesn't, she doesn't have to do that. You're talking about an all-star going to Turkey, playing basketball, getting a higher income. She don't have to do that. She's an all-star. All these WNBA players don't have to do that. But it goes to show you how the pay gap is, is deteriorating and it has been for years. But, but they did do a moment of silence for, for Brittany Griner during the, um, uh, before the game, all this stuff, the connection with playing against Phoenix. Um, I do have audio of that. Skylar Diggins and Diamond the Shields, they were talking about their teammate. Let's play that audio. So we can keep here. We can break down and cry in front of y'all so you can see how we feel. Like, what else do you, I don't know what else to really say about it. It's our sister. This is not some random Jane off the street. It's not anything we're politicizing. It's a human being, and this is our real-life friend and real-life sister. So imagine if your real life friend or real life sister is out here. And I don't expect everybody to give a damn, but we really do. If we come out here and we're still supposed to play this game, nobody wanted to even play today. How can you? How are you supposed to approach the game, approach the court, and, and, and with a clear mind? And the whole group is crying before the game because you try to honor her and you try to come out and still play hard for her. And you know, regardless if she here. Or not. Right now, we still gotta try to keep our spirit alive, to honor her spirit, and to try to get some momentum for the team, something to feed off of. We'll show you that Mercury Sun game later. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Game. So, you heard that pain of Scott Diggins-Smith, which I'm, I'm a huge fan of. Um, just, just hearing that, um, just, it should bring a tear to many people's eyes. It didn't bring a tear to mine, but it, I, I'm really sad about that. It should bring a tear to the Russians' eyes. It should bring a tear to the to the um, to the president's eyes, which the president doesn't care. The president doesn't care. Um, Andy Blinken does not care, or else he wouldn't tell you these bullshit lies that that he, they're they're talking about. Um, so. There's support out there for Brittany Griner. Um, how do you play through that? I don't know. I don't know how you play through that. So, it's ridiculous. But it goes to my next point. I'm, like I said, I'm not a lawyer. I could be wrong. But, you know, if, there, if there's a lawyer out there that says she, she deserves nine years, you let me know through my socials. So, but other than that, I don't know. I, I don't think she deserves those nine years. I think, I think they should have said, you know, release her immediately. Like President said through a, a statement, instead of just trying to go up there and get her, get get her himself. But it goes to my next point about about weird laws in Russia. Uh, anytime you visit a country, guys, and I say this, and I talked to somebody else, I talked to somebody about this the other day. When you go to a country 
Mexico, Brazil, Venezuela, any country outside the U.S., I think it's best for you to read their rules. Don't you think? Because I feel like we just we just travel. Just to travel. Just to go there and hope that we don't get in trouble. And hope that the president can get us back. And hope that Andy Bligan can say, can negotiate with the, with the, uh, um, what was the, uh, what was the, um, person in charge to negotiate our return, safe return. But there's things that you can do here that you can't do in other countries. And I listed five of them courtesy of the culture trip. I did research on this, guys. Usually I don't do research, but I did research on this. Russian laws. That will happen here, but yet you'll get arrested in Russia. Let's start with smoking in public places. You can't smoke in restaurants. You can't smoke in bars. You can't smoke in nightclubs. All three you can do at some places here in the U.S. Yes. But you can't do it in Russia because... They prohibit it. They say, you know, you're going to go to jail for this. We'll catch you. We'll catch you for this. Oh, I listed five of them. But I listed, there's a list of nine, but I listed five of them. And I want to give you one. It's not on my list, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you another one. Is driving without a driver's license. I know in the U.S. when you, when you drive, you're supposed to have your license on, on, on you at all times. And if you don't have it, you know, they, they, they don't arrest you like the Russians do. They, they either impound the car or they just give you a ticket in my, in, in, in here. Um, I, I have never experienced that situation. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have. So. But that's weird. You can get arrested for not having a driver's license when you're driving. That's so weird. But my next point is a big one. And it's a big one that has been happening for years. Especially recently. Uh, joining peaceful protests. Um, so remember the movements of the Black Lives Matter movement, which I support. Uh, remember the movement of the Roe versus Wade um, anything, anything, whether a person got killed by the cops or, you know, person or we don't agree with the law, we're able to po- protest peacefully here. Uh, peacefully. We don't, the only time you get arrested here is you damage property or, uh, you don't obey commands, all that stuff. Um, but in Russia, you protest there. The person that organized the protest is getting arrested, and the and all of y'all are getting arrested when y'all protest. So it's not a win-win situation. It's just it's just how it works. And Vladimir signed off on that, which is which he's he's a con artist. But number three, this one, that coming out as homosexual, okay? You know, a lot of people, you know, you don't have to, honestly, you don't have, you know, we, we people make these announcements every single week, months. They come out, they come out as gay or lesbian or anything like that, bisexual, here you're safe. You come out to me, you have my support 110%. Um, you come out in the news, there's gonna be a few out there that's gonna be like, ah, oh, no, we, we, we can't support y'all. You know, we, this and that. You come out to me, I have your, I have your support 110%. But in Russia, no. You can't do it there. Heck, you, you can't even hold hands with the same, with the same, uh, gender. For that matter. Can't even do that. It, it'll be a fine or, or, or you go to jail. You can't do that. In Russia, in the US, yes, we'll support you 110%. 
Even if you say, oh, well, I'm, well, I'm gay. I was born to be gay. You can't even do that. Like, that's ridiculous. In Russia terms. Number four, posting on social media. So, you know, everybody posts everything on social media from everything from politics to you know, lifestyle to restaurants to, um, you know, marketplaces, all that stuff. So social media is a big thing right now. We post everything, uh, drama, everything. Um, here's a safe place. But the only difference is when you post about idiotic things it does come to bite you um like you post about a shooting you post about you know stuff like that it does come to bite you because people are watching people you know can tell another person that can report you and then they get the law enforcement involved and all that stuff so that's the only difference here in Russia when you post stuff about um let's say for example um, you post about the president. No, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. That's a charge. We're going to make it harder for you to get out of jail. These days. But no, you can't do that. You can't do that in their country. Because their country is like, oh, well, you know, you can't post it. So we, we expect y'all to be positive. We expect y'all to agree with us even though... We, even though our word does not make any sense but yet you know living over there I've I never been to Russia honestly the only country I've been to is, is Nigeria I never I mean I don't know about Nigerian laws uh, the only thing I know of is that uh, whenever you get to that security case like, like being, being at an airport you get your ticket uh, and then, you know, when you come out of the airport, you, 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 you give them back the ticket and they'll tell you how long you're there and they'll, and they'll make you pay something out of that. That's the only thing that they have in the U.S. And then in Nigeria, whenever you see a crossing guard, and I experienced this firsthand, even though I never, I never was, I never got stopped, but, um, but I did see a guy drive past through security, and the Nigerian guards had, 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 had they had weapons ready to shoot the guy. The guy pleaded; they didn't shoot the guy, but he had his hands up. He drove away. He drove past through security. He had his hands up, all this stuff, begging them for mercy not to shoot the guy. So eventually, thank God he did not get shot like that. But that's how their laws work. And like I said, do your research before you go to a country. Just because Mexico looks good on paper doesn't mean that you can get arrested for just walking. You can just walk on the street and a police officer will stop you and be like, you're walking too slow. You're going to jail. And, you, you know, and you expect the president to bail you out. Look how long it's taking for, for, uh, the president to break, to, Get two people out of there. Still to this day, as we're talking right now, they're not out of a uh, prison. Of a Russian prison. My last point. My last point. We all played a game of Pokemon Go, right? Like, you play, you like, years ago when, you, when Pokemon Go was popular, everybody was playing it. I never played it. But I did see it firsthand that a lot of people were playing it like you were catching characters, whether they were at a Walmart or whether they were at a um, security place or whether they were at an at a, at a alley. Here in the U.S., if you're still playing Pokemon Go, you just got to be careful of where you go. Um, because... I did re I did hear some things that whenever you're playing Pokemon Go, it may not be in the best interest of where you go. Like for example, I, I can give you two examples: one positive and one negative. Uh, one example uh, will be a few years back when I was working 
insecurity. And we had a young child, had his mom and a young child come on, on our property and they were trying to, and we were, we asked them why they were there. And, uh, she said, Hey, my son was looking for the characters, just trying to grab as much characters as he can to get points. And I was like, okay, man, I'm sorry. This is private property. You got to leave the premises. And they left. So easy enough, right? So that's how Pokemon Go goes. Versus if it's at a park or in an alley somewhere, that's where danger happens. And I, I, I've been hearing that someone did get shot over that. So... So that's what I'm saying, guys. Whenever you're playing Pokemon Go, you just got to be careful, man. Uh, is it worth trying to go three hours to go get one character? Probably not. But I don't even I don't even know it's still relevant anymore. So, but in Russia, you can't play it, especially at church, because it is insulting religious feelings. And I'm quoting. Insulting religious feelings. I guess they have something. I guess Pokemon goes offensive to them. Um, you just play a game and you just catch a bunch of characters as much as you can. Um, there's nothing to it. I don't know how you're insulting religious feelings. I mean, unless it's in a church. But it's weird. It's weird how these Russian laws. Especially in Brittany Griner's case. Um, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, those, yeah, these, these laws are, are something else, man. And this is why, you know, I preach. I preach. Do your homework before you go to another country, please. Look, like I said, look how long it's taking, you know, Taking out people, Brittany Griner and um, Paul Whelan. Look how long it's been, and he's been in prison longer than Griner has. And so, it's tough. But I know when I travel somewhere one day, I know I'm going to read the rules no matter what. You know, I don't care. You know, I got to, you know, purchase a, a ticket and then just go all the stuff. Now I'm, I'm going to enjoy myself, read the rules, and then I want to stay in my hotel room until it's time to go. That's all I'm going to do in that country. I'm not going to mess with anything. I'm just going to enjoy vacation and be safe. Because you never know what, what will happen out there. You never know. And guys, like I, and like I said, I don't talk about politics here. I just had to get that out because... It's ridiculous how Brittany Griner is, is dealing with this right now. Is ultra sad. But I just hope you all keep you all in your prayers and and um, hope for the best. And that's and and not only her, but just for all Americans that that are that are suffering overseas out there and all that stuff. So. But that concludes our show. I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. Because I, <laughs> I kind of did. But then again, you know, we, we talk about politics. But I'm not talking about politics. I don't want to, you know, do that. You know, that's my politic take for this month. I want to stick to my sports. And I will give you, um, I'll give you my preview of the WNBA playoffs. So obviously the playoffs start next week. And I'm going to give you my preview of that next week, next show. Um, I know you all don't care because the NFL is about to start. We're going to watch a bunch of games. We're going to sit down on Sunday and watch a game instead of the WNBA games. You know, all that stuff. Fine. You do that, that's fine. I'm going to watch both. I'm going to watch the NFL. I'm going to watch the WNBA. So, that's going to be next week's show. But all my YouTubers... Like, comment, subscribe. And we're getting close. I just need 23 more, man. Give me 23 more subscribers. And we will go live every single week. 
instead of pre-recorded well then again it's not recorded but we'll go live every single week man I always like to like to engage interaction with people going live and all that stuff and give my takes on things is we're getting close man subscribe and that's our show for today thank y'all I hope y'all enjoyed it y'all take care of yourselves and be safe out there see you on the next show